Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We are going to kick off the week with a corporate update from Barksdale Resources and their Sunnyside project down there in Arizona. They do trade on the Venture Exchange with the symbol BRO and on the OTCQX with BRKCF. And happy to welcome in once again CEO, Mr. Rick Trotman. Uh, it's an early morning. He just arrived home from site. So uh, welcome back home, Rick. Yeah, thanks for having me, Trevor. Uh, you were down there for a few days. There was some news out while you were there. You're adding a second drill rig to the campaign at the Sunnyside Project. So, you know, obviously things must be progressing well. You announced that you had commenced drilling late last month. Uh, so here we are about, what, three three weeks in? Uh, you know, give us a sense of what you're seeing. How's the, how's the drilling going? And, you know, really what is the campaign update here? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Trevor. Um so like you said, we added a second rig. Um, we put out a press release on that, of drilling the South Canyon zone. So that's that's a, a separate area from where the first rig went in, obviously. Um, that that drill is flying. Um, they started a new HQ hole from surface, and you know their production has just been fantastic. So um, that hole is advancing very quickly. Um, right now it's in this diatreme, because um, mm. big explosive breccia. Um, from you know tens of millions of years ago and um, we're seeing some really interesting stuff in that we should get through the diatreme here probably in the next well this is all based on kind of projections of of models and geology right so you know take it with a big dose of uh, or big grain of salt but you know we should be through that diatreme probably here in the next week or two and then when we emerge from the diatreme we're either going to be in some volcanics or into into the carbonates directly and so um, and obviously the, the carbonates are the big target there. So we've got mm-hmm. kind of two different zones that we can hit in that hole, the, the kind of southerly part of the Taylor system, um, which we're, you know, exploring for up at the boundary zone. And then deeper to that, we have the projections of the, what is called the peak prospect on South 32's ground, which is a copper scarn, um, you know, very high grade copper scarn, very large. So um hopefully we can get a twofer on this hole get two zones um uh, but more importantly it's going to give us a ton of information as to how the system is behaving and hopefully it opens up a whole new corridor of mineralization for us um back on the first hole um things are going really well that's a wedge off of the historical um it's an nq sized hole so it's it's smaller in diameter um and so that one is it's it's slower because it's you know at much greater depths already um but it's advancing well um we should be we should be at or past the carbonate contact now so um i haven't seen the daily um but anyway we should be at that 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 point where we start to see um, all the carbonates and the carbonates are obviously the host rock that we're interested in. So, um, hopefully this is the start of, you know, a very good fun period in Parksdale's history, you know, putting the first hole into carbonate replacement mineralization. All right. Uh, let's talk about, continue on that first hole here. I guess maybe I missed the memo here or just, you know, flew past me. I didn't realize that you were doing directional drilling on this first hole. And so this first one is the wedge hole. Yeah, so the uh, so you know the target zone that we're looking at is you know what twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred meters down, and so what we were able to do is re-enter an old hole where casing was in place down to seven hundred and fifty meters, 
and in good shape. So we just re-entered that hole, did a wedge off of that hole, and um, you know we basically started that hole at a little less than 800 meters depth. So you know instead of having you know 1,200 meters to target, uh, we had less than 500 meters to target, um, mm -hmm. and so now we're there. So it's it's a it's a great shortcut in terms of time. But it adds a little bit of complexity in that you got to make sure that, well, there's always an unknown as to the condition of the old hole, and you're drilling with NQ instead of HQ, smaller diameter, and so you know getting getting the hole to perform as you want is always a bit trickier. So, but it, things are going yeah. well. Um, there's been little tricky things here and there, um, but that's what people encounter in, in kind of drilling yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis. So nothing abnormal. Yeah. Uh, so you're about 1,200 meters down with that target of about 1,600 meters. You know, give us a sense uh, here, Rick. Uh, all goes well. How do you begin reporting these holes from, or you know, hole one? You know, obviously, how do you how do you begin reporting that? And is it something? You know, will you continue to wedge out and fan out a little bit on this? And and then you know, how do you continue to report from those wedges? Yeah, so that's a, you know, we've had a lot of internal debate, Trevor, on that. Um, you know, do we provide visual estimates when we go through a zone? Because um, we're going to have massive sulfide, presumably, sitting on the table. Um, yeah. Or do we wait and we, you know, just, just tell people when we have assays ready? Um, that's one piece of the puzzle. And then secondly, as you're talking about, you know, how do you report wedge holes? Because, you know... The interesting thing is that you can start, you know, if you have the mother hole and you do a wedge off of it, you can start doing wedges from within the wedge, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And it can look like a like a bloody tree diagram. Um, <laughs> so um, I think we're just going to do the holes in chronological order. We'll have our, you know, we'll have, I think we were using the sun designation, so sun one, sun two. Internally, we'll have a different designation as to which hole is a wedge from which other hole. Um, but from a public-facing standpoint, it'll just be sun one, two, three, kind of chronologically. Okay. Uh, what hmm. are your thoughts on <laughs> visuals, reporting visuals before the actual assays? We've seen Still. a lot of that the last few years here, Rick. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And it and it and it's one that I'm kind of conflicted on, right? Um well, because I know you, and I know that you're a little bit more of a traditionalist when it comes to this thing, because obviously visuals do not represent actual grade, right? So you and, we would never, the, and, and even if we did visuals, Trevor, we will never estimate grade. That's, yeah. um, that's not something that we will do, not a place that we will go. Um, at best, if we do visuals, what we will say is, you know, we've gone, th we've completed this wedge hole or we're in the middle of drilling something and from this interval to this interval we're seeing massive sulfide um you know massive sulfides right um yeah. and kind of give a description without kind of going out on a limb and estimating what grades could be because i don't think anyone really appreciates that because you know now you're you're relying on the quality of the logger's ability to estimate the composition of the, the the rock, and that's well, heck, that's why we send it to the lab. Because if we were just right. going off of their uh, <laughs> off of their right. abilities, you know, um, that that would not be a great thing. So yeah. anyway, uh, just uh, out of curiosity, because I know there's a lot of uh, people listening in who are you know really going to go through this with a fine tooth comb. What you know now that you are drilling, can you give us a sense of what your cost per meter is? Now that you're kind of going into hole two, 
Yeah, so so we have this graduated um, kind of drilling contract. So um, uh, I'm not going to say what the rates are, just because that's a pure drilling cost, like what we pay the driller to actually advance the the hole. Um, it really ends up coming down to a number of different things all tacked together. How many bits do you go through? Um, how much time do they spend um, kind of reconditioning the hole? Because those are hourly charges. Um, how much um, you know kind of materials are you using in that hole? And then most importantly, um, you know what's your downtime and things of that nature. But all in all, we're going to be you know less than um, less than three hundred dollars a meter. Is, yeah, is my good. suggestion now once we get deeper and things are going slower um you know and we're doing wedges and you know a wedge takes a couple of days to set and get ready um and you start adding in those costs um you know we, we might be slightly over but um you know i don't think it's going to be an expensive program such as like a helicopter program where you're looking at five six seven eight hundred dollars a meter um right. Yeah, but it's definitely not going to be as cheap as a uh, a shallow drilling program, um, you know, with with uh, kind of out in the Canadian Shield, which you might be able to get a hundred dollars a meter. Sure, sure. All right, uh, Rick, uh, let's leave it at that. Is I can't tell. I mean, we both, you and I, know we're both family men. I can't tell if it's your kids stomping on uh, the floor above or my kids stomping on the floor above. But we are recording early, so <laughs> that's just that's what you you know. That's life, guys. That's life. That's that's yeah. how that's how we roll. All right, uh, Rick. Thanks so much for your time. Have a uh, great rest of your week. Thanks so much. Okay. Thanks, Trevor. All right, that's your update from Barksdale Resources, everybody. Again, trading on the Venture Exchange with BRO. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.